Welcome to the Broadcast Nerd Hour. Where everything is 99% nerd and 1% everything else. Good morning, good afternoon, and welcome back to the Broadcast Nerd Hour. Yes, welcome guys. And just so you know, it is indeed afternoon when we're recording at this time. Yes, so a little sporadic on us this time. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a little bit different of an episode. I know we say that a lot, but this episode is going to be a little bit different. We're just going to talk a little bit about Thor and Love and Thunder. It's been a, a little over a week since we've watched it. We're going to kind of give our lingering thoughts on it. We didn't feel like we needed to come and right away do a podcast on it. Yes, and we'll explain that a little bit more as we're talking about the episode, or the show itself. Uh, And then we just kind of want to talk about what we did today, and we'll get into that here in a little bit. So, we thank everybody for coming on and just checking us out. And if you haven't already, of course, like, follow on anywhere you listen to your podcast and leave us a review. Tell us what you think about us. And if you want to talk to us, send us a message. We are open to hear everything. You can also catch us on TikTok, and we'll go from there. So, yeah, we posted a lot of fun stuff on TikTok. Yes, and we're going to be posting everything that we got today. So, mm-hmm. And you'll hear us talk about them here in a little bit. So, Destiny, what do you think about Thor Love and Thunder? Or, where, or do you want to just start at the beginning of and kind of give just like a brief overview? The overview is Thor is on a journey of trying to find himself. He's in retirement and he's with the Guardians and then he hears about Gore who is the god killer and he goes on a hunt for him and in this hunt he... Meets back up with Valkyrie and sees Jane. Jane has cancer. Spoiler alert. And at the end of the movie, Jane essentially sacrifices herself. And Gore is killed. And Gore brings his daughter back when they all end up at Eternity. And Thor ends up adopting her. And that's kind of where the movie is left. I feel like this movie doesn't really change anything in the broad spectrum of Marvel. Like, we aren't missing anything by not having the movie. We, the, from start to finish, like, as far as where this movie starts in the MCU to where it ends, the biggest thing that changes is we lose Jane, but we gain... Love, which I'm, I think is what everybody's assuming her name is. Yeah. Is Love. So, you know, spoiler, like Destiny said, of course, spoiler alerts to this. If you've made it this far, it's your own fault. They, <laughs> so, it's, I, I mean, I want to start with pros on this. Taco Dee does an awesome job doing really funny movies and yeah. he's done a good job making this movie have more meaning than Ragnarok did because at the end of the day the biggest thing that Ragnarok did was get find Hulk and kind of get Hulk back home mm-hmm. or not even going but kind of put him in the direction of going home for Infinity War so that was the biggest thing Ragnarok brought to us and it introduced Valkyrie I mean I know there's a lot of big things from Ragnarok but that's the biggest thing that it happened contributing to the progression of the mcu um this movie same thing 
but did a lot better job of it. There was a lot more stakes in this movie. We got to see a lot of the little G gods. We got to. Oh my goodness, yes. We got introduced to a lot of them, and it. We got to meet Zeus, <laughs> and I think this movie, the biggest statement from that was, "Don't meet your heroes." <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, that's Zeus was something. Yeah, Russell Crowe did an awesome, awesome job. Awesome job, awesome job. He was hilarious. I was not expecting them to talk about some of the stuff that they did talk about. Uh, yes, that part of the movie is very not family friendly. <laughs> and that that that's just like we can't even talk about what they talked about because our podcast is family friendly. Yes, it. This movie was great. It yeah. was really funny. Uh, I do have some things I do want to talk about fr- that are negatives from it, but overall, this movie is a huge plus. It it mm-hmm. it progressed the story. It did really good. Korg, of course, is funny Hilarious. as ever. I mean, it, it, he's played by the director, so it, he's it's great. Gore at the end of the day, Gore the God Butcher, played by Christian Bell. Amazing character, amazing villain, and cinematography was oh incredible. Yes. Um, it was so simple. I mean, he he was just black and white with the gold eyes because he his like domain, like his home, is in the Shadowlands, so where there is no color. So, from my understanding, and this is what I've read, I so for any Harry Potter fans out there. You know that there's the way Voldemort's described in the books isn't how he's shown on the big screen, which is fine. I like how he's shown on the big screen. I understand, it, but they they nerfed his look a little bit. So when you have Gore here, apparently the whole envision behind Gore was he how he looks in the movie, with the exception of the nose is how Voldemort was supposed to look in the movies. And I think that's really cool. Of course, they left his nose for the fact they were afraid that he would look too much like Voldemort. Yeah. But he is very... he's He does an awesome job. And in my opinion, he got w- way too little screen time for, for how big of a character he is. We did get a little bit of Darby at the beginning. Yes, we did. Which was so awesome to see. I wanted to see more of her. So, uh, with us, because we're going to make this segment kind of short, because it has been a week, and we know this isn't the main focus of the episode today. Coming out, coming out of this week for Thor Love and Thunder, like I said, excellent movie. It's, I think it's doing great. I do want to speak of a few negatives I have, just keeping this episode shorter. The My biggest negative, like we said, this movie kind of comes in and goes out with really only a few things changing. And my biggest problem with this is it doesn't, the stakes, they made the stakes didn't not feel big. They felt they made this like everything that happened in this movie is now contained to this movie. Nothing's like bleeding out from this movie to affect movies we're gonna see later. 
And I feel like that's a lot of this, the movies in this phase so far. But the few things that is coming from it is the, is like the the TV shows on Disney Plus, and I guess I guess what I'm meaning by that is we don't have a big bad. Well, we had a big bad, but he it's his his life is contained to this movie. We get a story. I'm talking about an overall big bad. That is in the background. In the background of everything that we're currently seeing in this new phase. And I think they're getting to that. I understand. I understand in phase one of in phase one of everything we didn't get that. I guess the negatives I'm seeing like where I what I'm trying to get at is we Gore is brought in we find out his backstory, and then he dies at the end of this. I understand that his story doesn't last forever, but I think he was big enough bad that could have went on. And I guess where my complaint is, is they're they are mashing the movies and shows some, but not a bunch. And I guess what I mean by that is, we have at this movie opens up with Thor with the Guardians, so. We know he's with the Guardians because of that's where they left at in Infinity or not Infinity War in game, but past that, that's the only connection to other movies. And I, I think probably what Marvel is gearing up for is Kang to be the big bad, but you know the last time that we saw him was over a year ago, or that we really got. And you sort of mentioned that he could be the next big bad, the next Thanos. So now we're sort of feeling like, hmm, like, what are the stakes? Well, nothing really. See, I think, well, I think we're getting to Young Avengers, of course. I think Kang's also another thing, but I think that's, like, going to affect a different group of the MCU think that's going to be that's going to be more so once we get ant-man and wasp we'll get more clarity on that but i think as of right now it's going to stay more contained to loki and that series i do think that what all this is building to of course is secret wars but i'm trying i'm still trying to figure out what angle they're going to be coming from with secret wars and what all we're going to see so i don't have a whole lot to say about secret wars but ultimately my my only complaint is it doesn't feel like phase one and phase two were yes they were independent movies with backstories and there were a lot of backstories but they were these subtle things that connected all of them and then we had the big com- combination with of course the avengers and i'm fine with that but we're still if we were talking about all new characters that's different and i understand they're they're using these older characters to get these newer characters in so you have thor bringing in love you have hawkeye bringing in i can't remember the girl's name the female hawkeye Mm -hmm. you have you just have all this stuff you have dr strange bringing in america chavez you have all this flowing in and i understand they're not doing backstory movies on on the young avengers that's coming up but it almost feel like we kind of needed it to some degree. Hey, I feel like if they were going to start a new phase, they could have. Because at the end of the day, this movie felt more like the Thor, uh, Thor movie 
than where Doctor Strange felt like a Doctor Strange movie. The Multiverse of Madness at the end of the day felt like a Wanda and America Chavez movie. It the it took away from Doctor Strange, which is fine. It was still a great movie. I understand what story it was trying to tell. So I think Wanda could still still be a big bad too in this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We'll see. But exiting from Thor Love and Thunder and continuing with Wanda, we picked up some cool stuff for Wanda. So I Let's have... talk about what we did today. Okay. So we've always said that we live in North Alabama and we had to take a trip to Huntsville and there's this really cool comic book store called The Deep. So we stopped there. And then in, is it Trinity, Alabama? Yes. There's this place someone had told us about called Total Nostalgia, which was probably the coolest, like, collectible slash comic book store that we've ever been to. So, Total Nostalgia was more of a, it was like a trading post almost. Like, we have a couple places around here called Replays, which is... It's, they're more centered around gaming. Yeah. But they do have some collectible items where people will come, sell them off, trade them out, and then they put them back out for sale. But Total Nostalgia was was like a nerdum of that. They did have some games, but they had tons of collectibles. And they had stuff that we had only seen, like, pictures of, really. And then we had they had some stuff that we had never seen. Now, they were definitely expensive because it was... You can tell they were a store that only took in items that are things that people are desperately trying to find to complete yeah. collections. They didn't have the stuff that you can just go to Walmart and find, except for Jar Jar. Apparently, Jar Jar makes it into every store. I I, mm-hmm. I have no words for Jar Jar. But they had... but And we'll talk about some of the stuff and like kind of talking about why it's cool. But, but yeah, we found... So, the first store we went to was in Huntsville, the Deep. Yes. We've gone there before, and that's where Dakota found his goodies of the day. Yes, and so the Deep is, it is a, it's a comic book store with a lot of collectibles. They've got D&D rooms up top. We will post some pictures and stuff of it. It's a really, really cool place, but they sell a lot of new stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do. They do some, I'm pretty sure they do some trading and stuff too, but... Like, if you want to find Black Series stuff and you live in Alabama, that's the place to go. Yeah. That, it it never fails. I can go there and I will find Black Series figures that I've never seen in stores. And, like I said, I've only seen pictures of. So, that's, they're just a super cool store. But, coming off of the Wanda thing, I have always talked, me and Destiny's always talked about, finding the House of M series. And there is a House of M complete complete collection that you can buy. And we were honestly just gonna purchase it at one point because it's the most feasible. It's it's forty bucks on Amazon. You get the complete I think it's forty comics all in. You know, it's they're there, ready to read. I bought I bought a similar WandaVision first came out, a, a Wanda and Vision comic book collection and it was everything pretty much everything you need to know coming up to WandaVision which so it had some House of M stuff included in it but we we wanted to go from there so of course that total nostalgia we went in and we dug through 
all the X-Men stuff and... Well, we asked the guy if they had any House of M, where would they be? And he told us that he files them under the X-Men because that's what it started with. Yeah. And so, which I think we, I think if we went through some of the Spider-Man stuff, we would have found the Spider-Man yeah, issue and stuff Yeah, I kind of like wondered that. But we, at that point in time, we were getting close to time, needing to leave because we had we had a bit or we have to be somewhere else here in a little bit and so we we just had enough time to go through the x-men stuff but we came across the some of the house of m's and i'm sorry for the paper rattling but i'm going to go through it but we found house of m issue number one and it's issue. the avengers series of the house of m i i think that's correct because you've got well the astonishing x-men new avengers yeah yeah because so. there's different series within the house of m series yes uh then we came across issue number four issue number five and issue number seven which number seven i was super happy to come across because of just the cover alone on yeah. it is beautiful it's not the iconic wanda one that you see but it does have wanda and vision on I it s- uh, not Vision, Wanda and uh, Quicksilver. Uh, yes, Wanda and Sorry. Quicksilver, my bad. I was flipping through them real fast. So. But I, I I do love the complete collection, the cover for it, because it's the picture of Wanda being pixelated. Yeah. And I just think that it's just a beautiful picture. So It's really cool. They were mostly $3, except Edition 4, was we paid $10 for that one, and then... Number seven was fifteen dollars. So, and then the other two we paid three dollars for. Well, and it's this is honestly like the first place that we had actually found any of the House of M stuff. And we, I mean, we haven't religiously looked for them, but we've we've dug through, and we were really excited to find these. Yeah. So, it it's just neat. I we're gonna we're gonna read through them here in a little bit. I know the everybody's kind of jumped off the Wanda and the House of M wagon because it, as of right now and her the MCU her her stories kind of put on pause. So, but it still means a lot to us. So leave us alone. <laughs> also at this place, I found some Funko Pops. And I don't want to say what the name of it is because we are family friendly. And while it's technically a last name, it might get us in trouble. So it's something Creek. Well, yeah, and well, and it goes by the Rose. On yeah, they're the Rose family. Yeah. Okay, so this TV show, it's based in Canada, and these people were rich, and then they became poor, okay? It's a really funny show if you never watch it. So, I had one of Alexis from when she auditions for the play and does her Alexis song, Little Bit of Alexis, and it's really funny. So, today, I found just the basic, like, Alexis, Johnny, Myra, and David ones, and I've never seen them anywhere, and I was so excited to, like, find... The full set of them. And what's crazy is before we, before you ever got the Alexis, you had came across the David at Books a Million forever ago, mm-hmm. and you didn't get it because you, you didn't want to start the collection and never be able to find any of them. Well, then you got the Alexis, and then you went back to go get the David and could never find the David. Yeah. So that's what I got. 
at oh at the deep i also came across a chase of bing bong from inside out it's the clear bing bong and i honestly i think they told me he was twenty dollars but i don't think i paid that much i for think him. you ended up paying about 12 or 14 yeah them. yeah i was really excited because in my inside out collection i have all of the main characters and then i have the chase of anger and so i don't have the chase of joy i don't have the unicorn and now there's I, a clear anger too isn't it no oh i thought there was another clear character no i think now all that i'm missing is the unicorn and the chase of joy so and so this is like really exciting to it slowly is. get them and it's the first time I've ever found one in the wild. Which I think, like, they're all, all Funko Pops are kind of on the down right now that on value. But I know when I first purchased uh, a lot of the Inside Out ones, I mean, they were averaging anywhere between 50 to 60 bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. So finding this one at the price that we did, especially if out in the wild, it was kind of crazy. So, and then as far as me, I came across. Black series figures of, of uh, tech. <laughs> Sorry, I've came across Echo and uh, Omega. Sorry, and I saw the Echo one, and I was like, "Look, look! Don't you like? Do you have this one?" Yeah, I. So I've had, and I just to, as of today had to cancel it. Uh, I had uh, crosshair. <laughs> yes, thank you. I had crosshair on pre-order since uh, August of last year. And, of course, he released in January, but everything's so far behind. He was still on waiting shipment, and I finally had to cancel it today when I reached out to the guy. He said that they, he just, he doesn't know when they're going to come in at this point. They keep delaying it one month, one month, one month, and they're just so far behind on it. So the fact that they had these was mind-blowing, the only two we didn't really know about the omega one either i didn't know i had seen the three and a half inch figures of omega i didn't know they had a six inch figure or a scaled six inch figure and she's got her little pet too yeah so it was it was a good fine day it was a good finding day spent way too much money yeah honestly the one total nostalgia there were so many Black Series figures you could have bought. Oh, yes. We came across one set, and I'm going to tell the story. It breaks oh, her heart. Oh, no. I feel so bad so, about it. So, if you know Black Series figures, you know it's it's kind of hard to find clone troopers. You can find stormtroopers all day long. But finding clone troopers that are numbered or spe- like they have their... They have all their stuff. So, we found this super cool box set. and It was be, hiding on a top yeah, shelf. Yeah, we find it on a top shelf. And if you look at... it's It was this really cool box set. And I, and I haven't really seen many of the box sets of them. But we found this box set. And it was uh, like an accordion. When you pulled the figures out, they accordioned out. All the Black Series boxes were attached on the inside. And they had... They had a five of first. They had I and I'm sorry, I'm so bad with the name or the with the numbering of the clone troopers, but they had a blue, yellow, uh, which of course blue is five of first. Yellow was Cody's crew. 
they had red and green, right? I don't even I think remember. it was green. I have to look. But, well, we got all excited because Destiny's the one who pulled it off the shelf. She was like, it's only $30. You can't even get get the four of them for that price in the store. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I was like, I'm this is super cool. I'm going to get it. Well, we pick up some other stuff and we walk around the store. And I'm like, look, I'm like, there's, it's crazy that this is only 30 bucks. So I go online and I'm looking, I'm like, this, this box set in the condition it's in unopened is going for, you know, two fifty to four hundred dollars. Why is it? And I was like, we'll 30? flip it. We'll yeah. take it home and flip it. I was, I was like, this is crazy. So we go up front. We go to check out. Get ready to go. That Destiny checks out first with hers because we're irresponsible adults and we pay for our own stuff. So, <laughs> so Destiny pays for hers, and the lady checks mine, and the screen pops up three hundred dollars, and I'm like. I'm in my head. I'm like, oh, maybe she just punched in an extra zero. So I said something. She looked at it and she was like, she's like, no, this is right. And I'm like, I thought it was only thirty dollars. She said, no, it's three hundred dollars. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't get this. And Destiny has felt so guilty about it since we I left the store. I feel so bad even now because I like. I was so embarrassing, and I feel so bad. I got Dakota so excited because I just looked at the price tag real quick and thought it said thirty dollars. And well, it's okay. I it honestly doesn't bother me because I like yes, I was excited about it. I do feel bad that I dropped it multiple times. Yeah, you did. because I, I was I was holding it and a uh, Force Ghost of Obi One. And I kept, like, every time I turned, like, it, they would fall out of the box. and Or the, the boxes inside the decorative box kept falling out. So <laughs> I feel bad. You just kept throwing this $300 box. Yeah, I didn't feel bad about it when I thought it was only 30 But now that it's 300 I was uh, felt a little bit bad about it. Kind of glad I didn't buy it now that I dropped it so many times. So They had so many cool Black Series figures, like, sets that we had never seen. Yeah. Very expensive, but very cool. They had, so, which around the time when I I started collecting Black Series figures late, I started collecting them toward the end of the sequels, of releasing of the sequels. So, I, you would think I would have a bunch of the sequel figures. I don't. I only have a handful of them, but the sequels weren't my favorites. I do have a lot of originals. I have more prequel trilogy than anything. You got a lot of TV shows too. Yeah, I have a lot of the Clone Wars. I have a lot of the Mando. So, but I don't have a lot of sequel stuff. But it's not like yes, the sequels aren't my favorite. But there is characters I do like from the sequels. Uh, my, I mean, my long the longest I waited for a pre order was for my Dark Ray. That my you Dark can now Sidray. find everywhere. It, leave me alone about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. She's everywhere, and I understand. But and I waited for over a year for her on pre order. <laughs> but I there's some that I like. I got a Kylo Ren. I got a Ray. I got several of the sequel trilogy people. But there was so many there. They had a ton of them, and they had like some of the steel figures where they are like on platforms and battle poses already. They had some Galaxy Edge exclusive. Yes, they had more Galaxy Edge exclusive than Galaxy's Edge had when we went a month ago. Yeah, really, no kidding. 
they and and it wasn't like the custom ones like the Droid Depot or anything like that. These were true Black Series figures in the Black Series figure Galaxy's Edge box, which I and I yes I know what they look like because I have a couple of them myself from our first trip when Galaxy's Edge first opened. And there was some Black Series figures he passed up, and I thought he shouldn't have. Well, we we have some goals in mind that we're trying to accomplish, and I am sacrificing at the moment. I I came in today saying that I was only going to get one collectible item, and I got two. So, I went and over. And I got five. You spent about the same as what I did. No, though. I spent way more than you. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> no, I, I mean, Black Seas figures are, are high, so, which the deep guys cut me a deal on mine. They, uh, and they were originally going to be about 60, and I ended up walking out for about 48. And yeah. So, and they helped me out, and I think they helped you out on yours, too. So, it it was a great day for collectibles. So, so it was, it felt so good. So, if you want to see some, like, insights of the store, I didn't, we didn't get many videos of Total Nostalgia. We're, it, it's kind of a... We were so blown away by it. Well, yeah, and it's a... It's just a, I think it's a husband and a wife that own it. And they, the wife, from what I could tell, the wife runs the collectible side and the husband runs the comic side, which was like a couple of stores down. But they yeah. were in the, they were in the same like shopping center, but they were like, there was a couple blank stores in between them. They were so nice. Yes. It was just super cool. So my, my one complaint about it was when looking at the Funko Pops, they had so many. They had them turned sideways. And I personally like to see, Funko Pops faced outwards. I think I could. I think I'd have been okay with them turning sideways if they were categorized. At least, yeah, there was like no rhyme or reason. At least if they were alphabetically, like they didn't have to be, you know, they didn't have to be categorized by the show or movie they're from. If they were just by by letter, that would have been helpful. But they were all kind of just thrown up there. That made it difficult because I, I just couldn't look after a while. Yeah, it same. Just... I feel like I missed so much. I almost walked out with nothing, and I randomly turned around to somewhere I'd already looked and saw the ones that I got. And it the comic side was was not like that. The comic side was actually very well. They weren't in alphabetical order, but they were categorized very well by by what they are. You had your X-Men with your X-Men and they were labeled very well. So great day. So if you're in the North Alabama area, swing by the deep, swing by Total Nostalgia. Next time we go to Total Nostalgia, we'll try to do more videos of it. But if you want to see what the deep looks like, go check out our Facebook page. I'm so sorry. Who uses Facebook anymore? Way to show your age. I'm sorry. I was thinking to go say, go check them out on Facebook and then check out our TikTok page. So go check out our TikTok page, and you can see us pulling up to it. It even gives the address of the deep, and you can check out everything in there. You can see kind of what our overview of it was. We didn't do any of the comic book side, but I think if you are into that stuff, give it a try. It is a cool little place, and you will definitely miss it driving by because it is nice and tucked in. Yep, that's how both of these places were. Yeah, so... Check these places out. Go show these people some love. Check them out on Facebook. Check us out on TikTok. That's right. And if you like what you're hearing, give us a like and a follow. And, and a review. Yeah. 
If you don't like us, give us a review. Yeah. Tell us what you don't like about us. Not everyone... I mean, nobody likes... Like, everyone is someone... (laughs) There is no one that is liked by everyone. Exactly. There you go. Sorry, it took me a moment to get (laughs) there. So... I hope everybody has a great day, a great week. I that. know this is a shorter episode, but goodness, we're just like slammed. We have been slammed for two months now. We've got a lot going on. So, if you have any suggestions of what you you would like to hear for next week, let us know. We are completely open for anything and everything. If you have any suggestions of um, faster way to edit a podcast, someone you would recommend, that <laughs> would help tremendously. So, everybody have a great week. We will catch y'all on the flip side. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.